Financial independence for entrepreneurs is a lot like financial independence for employees. You spend less than you earn, you save the rest, and you protect your wealth from loss. <laughs> but entrepreneurs are like different types of people than employees. We have different mindsets. We think about the world differently. Today, I want to explore how to use our entrepreneurial characteristics as ways to help us get to financial independence easier, faster, and with more certainty. So welcome to the Fife Movement. I'm your host, Amanda Neely. This is the only movement that helps you create your unique path to unique feminine and entrepreneurial path to financial independence. Please be sure to subscribe and hit that bell if you're watching on YouTube so that you get notifications of future episodes. Now, I wanted to try to find a source that I thought people would agree gives us a nice list of traits of an entrepreneur. What, what kind of characteristics do an entrepreneur have that maybe the typical population doesn't have? So I want to share my screen with you and show you this article I came across so that you can see what I came up with. So here it is. It's an Inc. article, an Inc. magazine article. I think it's from like, uh, let's see at the bottom, it tells when it's from uh, August of 2016. Oh, if you're watching or listening on the podcast episode, I'll have this link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out there um, and follow along. And anyway, this article written by Andrew Griffiths has 12 characteristics of the world's most successful entrepreneurs. And I just want to kind of go through them and think, what if we approach not just our businesses with these characteristics, but also our money? So the first one, absolute clarity of purpose. We know why we're doing our business, you know, the why, Simon Sinek, you know, things, but maybe we know the why behind what we want our money to be doing for you. We have clarity of purpose with our money. Second one, they believe in themselves totally. We have that undying belief that we can be successful as entrepreneurs. What if we believed in ourselves that we could make good decisions and manage our money really well and um, like not give that power to somebody else? Number three, they are, they are very good at finding needs and niches. Um, we find the opportunities within the economy and we create businesses to meet those opportunities. What if we could find ways to put our money to work in, within niches um, with, you know, uh, where there's a need and our, with ourselves, we could have our money fulfill that need without any question that it could. I don't know. Number four, ability to focus on the most important things first, um, kind of prioritizing, very good to prioritize with your money, um, but maybe we would take a different slant to it than a, an, an employee would in terms of what is the most important thing, but then for sure having that focus and keeping the main thing the main thing. Number five, a contribution culture. They like to think about the contribution they're making to the world. Often they started their business to make the world a better place, but they think about the legacy, you know, that they're leaving, things like that. Very similar with our money. It's, um, we can think about our money not just as about us, but about others and the difference it's making for those around us as well as around the world. Uh, number six, an open mind. 
Uh, that's part of how we get the creative ideas to start businesses, but also within those businesses, how to continue to improve. I think we can do the same thing with our money, not just follow X, Y, and Z, but be open-minded about um, alternatives and you know unique paths and things like that. Number seven, incredible networks, which they foster and participate in. Entrepreneurs, they might feel alone, but they're never alone. We build our businesses within networks. We can't ever just do it on our own. What if we treat our money the same way where we didn't try to go it alone, but we participate in a cooperative type style with others? Number eight, invest in themselves on all levels. I love this one. Uh, we are the biggest investment we can make in terms of growing mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. But what if like we invested our money in ourselves rather than in other people's businesses or uh, things that they're doing? Or maybe, you know, we think about how participating in someone else's venture could actually um, be more than just buying their stock. I don't know. Something to think about there. Uh, number nine, they constantly challenge themselves. We're always, you know, this kind of goes into that, invest in themselves at all levels, but we're pushing ourselves to get better and better, have that growth mindset. What if we wanted our money to be more efficient over time rather than less in terms of the fees we pay or the growth that we expect? Number 10, they believe in technology, looking for ways that technology can help their business improve, you know, automation, all that kind of thing. I think with our money, um, we don't necessarily have to do it the same way it was done in the 80s. We should probably be careful of the newfangled thing, make sure we're working with um, things that are reputable, have withstood the test of time, you know, uh, like we talk about with grandma's wealth wisdom, but that we shouldn't necessarily be as shy from things that um, don't seem as conventional to everybody else. Number 11, build resilience. This one's a big one for me. I think um, as entrepreneurs, we have to have that stick to and that stubbornness that when things get challenged, we keep going. Um, what if our money actually helped us be more resilient um, and uh, rather than like putting us at risk more, I guess. And then number 12, a millionaire mindset very much goes into what we're thinking about with money here. If we are uh, thinking big, we'll make a path toward that big thing that we're thinking of. If we're aiming low, we'll make a path there. And that can sometimes be the difference in what kind of experience we have in life. So that's my take on the, um, the characteristics of an entrepreneur and how they might um, be uh, similar to how we might look at money. But what I want to do is like, there could be something that sticks out to you from there that you're like, yeah, I need to think about that more. But for me, here's my number one takeaway for you today. Just as you build your business on your strengths, I believe that you should build your financial independence strategy on your strengths too. You gather a team, you seek input from others, but ultimately the buck stops with you in your business and with your money. My question is, is your current strategy entrepreneurial? Are you just following blindly what everyone else is doing? Is your path to financial independence working for you or causing you stress? What are you really good at and how could you use that strength to make your path to financial independence easier, faster, 
and more certain. I want to give you an example. When I was going through that list, number 11, I told you, it was really important to me, resilience. I think that's one of my biggest strengths. I'm very stubborn. I value stick-to-itiveness and consistency. Resilience is a big word for me. I love that word. Um, and I think of um, not just in business, but in like personal life all over the place. Resilience is huge. So when I'm building my financial independence path, I want resilient you know, I want that path to be resilient too. So no matter what changes happen in the world around me, I want my money to be resilient. I want to have plenty of liquid cash available to help me withstand and be resilient in the face of crisis, right? But what about you? Maybe resilience, not your word. Maybe there's another one of those characteristics or another characteristic that you're like, this is one of my strengths. Um, what if, what could, your money be doing to align with that strength. Um, maybe you want to spend some time pondering how your path to financial independence could benefit from the area you're strongest in. And if you haven't yet, go listen to yesterday's episode. We talked about creating a feminine approach to financial independence episodes titled Financial Independence for Women. Then today we talked about entrepreneurial approach to financial independence. Tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking about putting them together and how most women build wealth from all around the world. So be sure you tune in for that one. For now, thanks for joining me and connecting with the Fife Movement. As you go about your day today, remember, wealth is coming your way. Your quest is to prepare for using it well. For more tips on how to prepare, be sure to subscribe and to connect with the community, visit fifemovement.com. If this uh, concept today has been helpful to you, please share this video with a friend, um, you know, kind of pay it forward to them. My gratitude in advance. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much. Please help this video be seen by more people by hitting the like button. And I'd love your feedback in the comments too. Which one of those traits or another entrepreneurial trait um, are you applying to your money? And what does that look like for you? I'd love to hear. Thanks for sharing.